live from Smoky South County. Coming to you from the northern realm of fire. <laughs> it looks like doom or death or the end of the world outside with the, the smoke looming over Southern California. Yeah. All of California is burning. It was northern California and central California, now southern California. Just in time for Jerry Brown to uh, leave office. Hmm. Did you see the multiple contradicting photos of a supposed arsonist? The toothless, meth-addled, homeless fucking hick? Yeah, the weird thing is I've seen multiple photos of different guys. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll probably never know who it really, who really did it. Yeah. Could have been the employees at Apple that pulled InfoWars. Yeah. Whoever started that fire should, uh, they, they should be able to choose their death sentence. One should be uh, drawn and quartered, or <laughs> every single person's house that got burned down should be able to go at him with a bat. Just kind of just, you know, bash in all of his joints first so he can't move. Tarn feather? Drawn quarter is worse than tarn feather. Describe it's that one. It's so terrible that they they wouldn't do it to women. That's why they would burn women at the stake instead. Drawn quarter is what they did to William Wallace at the end of uh, Braveheart. It's where they keep you alive and they uh, cut your guts open and start pulling your organs out. And then they, after you're dead, they cut you into four pieces. And then they like would hang your body parts off of things for public display. It was, it's kind of like the most degrading form of torture and punishment. Yeah, that's pretty dark. It's medieval. Um, Do you want to talk yeah, about the Infowars uh, thing? Yeah. Well, it worked out for him because he's like. He got. I think he's got six million more newsletter subscribers now. Through what service, though? Email. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, mail, Mailchimp, for example. They were their uh, mail distributor. I, I don't know what their distributor was, but yeah, Mailchimp um, dropped them. Huh. It was well, like a coordinated or. Not oh shit, phone call. He's got his own money. I don't know, know why he can't just run his own mail servers. Because you're gonna get uh blocked. You really can't run your own. Huh. He's gotta be worth at least a hundred million dollars. He is not anymore. He's getting divorced. Eh. I don't know. I he's got a lot of money. He's been doing that for t over 20 years, or almost 20 years, I guess. He was like 98 or 99 when he started. Um, he, um, he's got enough money to keep hiring people. They're growing the network. Was there a particular clip or something that they decided we're not going to show you on our list? Because they didn't, I guess, pulling the show isn't accurate. Um, 
supposedly he was telling people to dox the Sandy Hook parents, but that there's no evidence of him saying that. He just refers to the Sandy Hook thing as a false flag event, which there's no way to disprove that. There's no way to really prove it either. Because that was a long time ago, though. They fucking leveled the school and they made all the construction workers sign NDAs. Yes, they did. So it's not. The school doesn't exist anymore. It's not a false assumption if it can't be proven false. It, 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 Pretty it's sure there's not a logical varying, fallacy there. Prob- maybe, but. Definitely. I'm not sure what a, it is. It feels wrong. He's a performance artist, though. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. He definitely is. This is this is a remix of him raging. I'm gonna just jump in the middle. He he makes yeah. great noises. He's a great performance artist. His blood pressure has got to be insane. <laughs> By like 180 over 100 or His something. His arteries are hardened. It it resists his uh, his screams and the urge for the blood to shoot out of his head. And bleed out of his ears when he does all those crazy screams, like this one. Yeah. You wanted to overrun us and poison us and take our families. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna play them all. It's just it's too absurd. So I I wouldn't have. Um, I wouldn't be so concerned about them removing the listing of. Uh, the Infowars shows, if they. Had if they just said that it was because it was just like weird shit, but they use this new speak where they say what well, that they're respecting people's uh people with open minds, so they have to remove him, something along those lines like that is a total misrepresentation of what they actually said, but it's that kind of weird phrasing, yeah he. We're going to get removed one day. Oh, yeah. They're already... They, um, Ron Paul Institute, one of the executives, already got uh, thrown off social media. We're, oddly enough, the only one that isn't doing anything is Twitter. Uh, that's because they're a branch of the State Department. Yeah. I love that... Uh, it's like if only we could come up with an acronym for all the companies that <laughs> that banned Infowars, and it's Facebook, Apple, Google, and Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm a little slow on getting the uh, the clips ready. Oh, those guys are fast. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's a good setup. I'm just a little slow. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's just censorship and. It's funny how Facebook contradicted themselves. They said that they support... They're not going to remove people from their platform because of what they say. And that was like in July. If you go on the Donald... they On the, the Donald subreddit, people caption it. And like they said this on July... Whatever, July 18th. And then not even a month later, they take him off. Nothing changed since that point. Just a bunch of people were bitching and complaining. The lack of clarity on the reasoning for removing the show is what's concerning to me. I don't know if historically there's been tons of shows that have been removed, but there's 
a lot of abandoned cruft in their listings. And I don't really care what they remove as long as there's an actual reason. Yeah. This one just seems like a political stunt for the midterms. Oh, yeah. Probably be listed again. They don't want any. They got to. They don't want. The funny thing is, they're shooting themselves in the foot because now more people are finding out about InfoWars. And the trick to subscribing to the show, it's not even a trick. All podcasts are hosted by the producers' servers. So there's no YouTube of podcasts that can actually block or delete a show. Right. I still host it all. So you just go to bringyourwallet.com or frothymix.info and that'll redirect you to Real Sense TV and you go to the podcast RSS button in the top somewhere on the, the interface, maybe shift over time and subscribe. And in the top of every show, in the show notes, it says subscribe or yeah, the top and the bottom of the show notes. There's a subscribe button and it links you to bringyourwallet.com slash rss or slash podcast or something well the infowars app is really good um you can actually listen to it minimized you can like you can you the only problem is you can't skip through it like you would with a podcast app but if you want video that's the only way you're going to be able to to see video is through the app now and so um one thing that's cool though is that during the live broadcasts they actually have in the bottom like there's a ribbon that runs across the bottom of the the video screen yeah uh and you can call in to the show through the the app like it has a call now button like you can because they take live calls on a lot of the i think all the major show all the main shows they do they take calls i only listen to the war room that's the only one i really care for david knight's pretty good um little He's kind of old-fashioned, and he's not exciting, so he's kind of more for the older crowd. But he's the only one that wasn't removed. They removed all of the... Basically, Apple removed five out of six of the InfoWars shows, except for David Knight's. What's the significance of that? He's probably the most restrained. He's not... He doesn't do anything controversial. He just reads the news. He doesn't foam at the mouth. No. He looks like Dan Fouts. Dan I can't. Fouts. How I, do you remember time, these names? Dan Fouts, because he's like iconic and uh NFL quarterback. <laughs> and he's had a beard his entire life. I have never seen him without a beard. I don't think there's a picture of him without a beard. He was probably had a beard from when he was the moment he was born. <laughs> I'm seeing pictures of him in black and white. He has a beard. I think he was Every, born with a beard. Yeah, look up David Knight. D-A-V-I-D-K-N-I-G-H-T. He looks like Dan Fouts. It's called Real News. That's his yeah, show. But a fatter version. No, oh, wait. Bit, yeah. The older version of it. Yeah, yeah. It looks just like him. Really, really similar. Put a football in his hand. Couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. Does he have a British accent? <clears throat> no. It's American. And well, we're next. Some, we're next. Their, their their stuff is pretty good. I, I mean, wish that we got enough attention to where we could get banned. Start uh talking about 
everything being a false flag. And and gay frogs. And gay- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's my favorite one. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? <laughs> That's such a great one. That's a place boing uh Alex Jones remix. <laughs> He's done a lot of this. They're good. Turn the freaking frogs gay. Alright. This weekend I got a new toy. It's a yeah. ubiquity product, the Unify APXG. It's their most ridiculous Unify access point. APXG, let's get up. It supports, I think, four uh, MIMO connections. Wow, so five I could have gigabits. Four, I could have like four people all with one point something gigabit connections. So that's the only way for me to get a couple of computers to have wireless gigabit without having to run Ethernet everywhere. Wow, it can support 1,500 clients. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm never going to use that much. But what I want is lots of bandwidth to a couple of clients and multiple access points. So or not, uh, not, not access points, multiple SSIDs because I'm going to start creating different uh, like VLANs, basically. I don't trust VLANs necessarily, but I'll be dividing my network up so that everything's routed a little differently and then i bought a usg pro which is another uh unify or unity product the unify security gateway and the pro model is 300 bucks it's a little 1u 19 inch rack mountable looks like a switch with like four ports on it so very few ports What's the price difference on that one from the base station? Uh, base station? You're talking about the access point versus the base station or? The base station XG. It has the same, it looks like it's the same specs. As I don't the, know anything about the base station. It looks like it's some outdoor thing. It's designed for um, like stadiums and stuff like that. Channel, Nate, link to urban.com. Yeah, look this up. Yumian T. It's a weird domain name. It's weird they don't list the prices on their product pages. They have to go to their store. This base station XG is at least eight hundred. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Seven ninety nine. They don't list the base stations. So the Unify XG is seven ninety nine. It's weird. They don't have the base station here. They're probably really expensive then. I think the base station that you're referring to is more directional, but I'm just guessing. And you probably have to attach antennas or power in a different manner. The one I have is like, it looks like a flying saucer, but like a big one. So what's the main reason you got that one? Because a Unify ACHD would pretty much do everything you need. Because I want to be able to do at least four Macs that have at least a gigabit wireless. Okay. And if they're accessing a network disk, 
on the 10 gigabit network I'm going to be building in the next year or two. But you're not going to be able to do. I mean, what what I'll be able to exceed a gigabit on one device. No, but on over four. Four different devices could all have gigabit access to a 10 gig server. What kind of what kind of Wirelessly. Macs have uh, AC adapters that can support that? I think all of them. They all really? have one point Aren't those something little gigabit embedded chips in the board that are kind of they don't have like uh, antennas coming out of them. So I'm just kind of curious how. I think they. We could look it up. I, I believe that the access point could could definitely support that, and it should for that price. But I, I question the machines connecting to the access point, their ability to actually get that speed. I'm trying to look it up right now. Uh, it'd be interesting if I couldn't. Just need to find it out. But then again, you're future proof with this thing, though, because if they ever do release, let's say they don't have them now, but you know, a couple of years down the line, they they might, and then I guess that's kind of what your your upside, your overall upside with this thing is, is that it's it's totally future proof. I need one access point that can have multiple clients pulling at least one gigabit. I may get one of these nano HDs when I move. Is it like uh, one of the mesh ones? It's 179. It's cheap. It's 4x4 uh, MU MIMO. It'll do 1.7 gigabits on 5 gigahertz, and it'll do 300 megabits on 2.4. So it's over over 2 gigabits dual band. That's pretty good. I don't have a fucking clue. You'd think it'd be like a, an easy thing to to Google, but apparently it's not. I just it's crazy how powerful these things are without having any fucking antennas coming out of them. You see like those Netgear devices? They got like yeah. eight antennas going every direction out of them. Ugly. Yeah, and they're fucking 90% of the enclosure is like space there's whatever little board they have in there only takes up like 10% of the fucking plastic that it's surrounded in. It needs all that space for all the heat mitigation. So they have vents all over them too. Stand next to the thing. You'd probably get fucking cancer. The disadvantage with these unified devices is they're, just dumb hardware and they don't have any web interface so to manage it you have to kind of run their software on a server somewhere so you can manage them and monitor them because the devices kind of just report back with some protocol that resembles it's like the same concept behind snmp just reports back statistics and then the u the ubiquity software called the unify they changed the name I think it's their SDN controller, the software defined networking controller. I just run uh-huh. an instance in EC2 and the whole thing is scripted with an Ansible playbook 
it creates a small instance with an eight gig disc. Then the playbook from Paul, Paul something. I'm going to drop a link. Um, I'm going to drop my mirror of it because I forked his project. The guy's name is Paul Coldren. And I'll have credit and everything on the links in the show notes to him. But his playbook SSHs into the server and then executes a whole bunch of commands that installs the whole Ubiquity, the Unify SDN controller. And then I can log into it. I just assign that IP to some domain name of mine. Then scan the little QR code with my phone using the Unify app and enroll it into my um my uh, SDN controller, the Unify controller. Is that more work though than just running an SSH script every time you want to just provision one too. of these? Yeah. You just give it the inform, you set inform URL. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's probably more work. It's three but, like three commands. It's it. But if I'm already sitting on the ground and there's all the parts from taking the thing apart just thrown everywhere, once I plug the thing in, my phone's already in my pocket. I scan it with the app and it enrolls it into my server while I'm sitting yeah, there. That's that's cool. I didn't even have to get up to go to the computer and SSHN, where I'd have to guess what the fucking IP address is to that server, the the SSH server, the insecure SSH server. That's running on the Ubiquity device. Yeah, that's the only negative is if you don't have access to the DHCP server on that network, then it's going to be a pain in the ass to figure out what IP is being assigned to that access point. That's I've tried doing advantage. it with ARP scans. Like sometimes you can figure it out with an ARP scan, but like through process of elimination, because it doesn't give you the MAC in, in an ARP scan, it just gives you the IPs on the network. Um, but yeah, you need to know the MAC. That's that's pretty much the only way to, that you can do it right. The Ubiquity device has a discovery method for it. There's some type of a broadcast packet that they're putting onto the network, as long as you're on the same network as the device. And hmm. all of the devices on the network reveal themselves to the app. What if you did that over a VPN without... Ooh. I don't know. Assuming you're not going through some type of NAT, where that hop would eliminate whatever that broadcast packet is that they're using. Mm. it should work yeah give that a try speaking of vpns what um what are you using are you still using open vpn no i've got some provider that sponsored twit.tv pro i was gonna ask you about these unify because you know how these unify devices now have end-to-end vpns you can set up like yeah i'm gonna do that too Anybody who I, uses my my uh, like guest network is going to be VPN to like Norway or something. Yeah, I've I've read that configuring those to work with another VPN service like OpenVPN is a pain in the ass. It works great if you're just using Unify's built-in VPN, but if for whatever reason you need to use OpenVPN or L2TP or whatever IPsec, then it's it's almost not even worth bothering with it's not at all surprising um that's the only that's really the only negative that i've experienced with the unify stuff is it's very restrictive and tied down and um but it works and it's superior like i'm actually considering replacing my pf sense box with one of these edge routers 
that's why I picked one up. I'm going to be setting up a client with one um, this weekend. And then that's going to be kind of a test run. And then I'm going to see how it works for him. Because the problem is these PFSense boxes that we set up with these these boards, they don't support gigabit. They, they'll do like, supposedly they'll do 800 megabit. I've never seen it do above 600. Um, even with the Intel NICs. Um, so, and then also you have, who do you call if the thing fucking breaks or overheats your SOL and you got to fucking get a replacement board yourself. Netgate, they make the devices that you can sell to your customers and they provide support also. But when you buy, like, let's say you have one like mine, that's like two, two or three years old, then you're screwed. I don't know. I think Unified has five-year warranties on this stuff, right? Like, that's their standard. I, I have no idea. That's cool. Yeah, so these the Edgemax, it's a this little five-port uh, gigabit router. It'll actually do gigabit, supposedly. But I'm going to find that. I'm, I'm going to see um, how well it handles a uh, 200 megabit connection first. And then, depending on that and then like just observing how stable it is and how easy it is to configure um then once i move i'm going to try and get spectrum's gigabit service and then rectum rectum yeah rectum communications i'm going to see <laughs> if i can get a, a actual gigabit down from them through it it's a really little device it's really small it looks smaller than a regular five port switch Probably because it doesn't have to have a... Um, it's all passive PoE. That's the other thing I like about Ubiquity devices. Everything is... Except for their rack mount switches, like everything is PoE. And the NVR. I think the NVR you need external power. Or uh, AC power, I mean. Oh, you're saying the switch will be powered by some PoE device? It comes with a little PoE injector in the box. It's probably huh. the best value device it's 50 bucks it's a gigabit router and it comes with a poe injector those poe injector injectors alone are like 20 or 30 bucks well if you use any vlans you're not going to get gigabit you have to have no features enabled no ids no ips enabled so no intrusion detection or prevention not that i really ever use that stuff anyway um all of those are going to drop the performance you would be doing VLANs on a smart switch, though, not from... I mean, unless you're running your whole network from a five-port device, which is highly unlikely, you're going to be... You know, if, if you've got an office with 10 or more computers, even if you're using uh, Edge Router as your router, you're going to want a, a switch, like a managed switch. Yeah. And you would be doing the VLANs on that instead of the router. Well, with Ubiquity, with the Unify thing, I don't know where you you provision the VLANs somewhere and then it basically figures out where to assign VLANs. I like how they're propagated and stuff. It's cool how you don't... You don't need... So what you, how many networks are you going to run? Uh, I don't know yet. How, like, what, I, five different subnets? Um... No idea. Just as I need them, I'll add more. The reason I got the Edge Router, the Security Gateway Pro, is 
even if I add some like the heaviest load I can give it, which is the intrusion prevention system, it'll lower my maximum throughput from a gigabit to 250 megabits, which is what my internet's going to be. So you got one of these rack mount security gateways too? Yeah. The security gateway pro. Okay. And I only bought that because I liked the Unify uh, SDN controller enough. And that playbook was easy enough that I could set up everything again in 10 minutes. It's all scripted. I just have to sit there and wait for the small instance that I've chosen to build everything. But I'm going to have a Amazon machine image of it, so I can unfuck everything by just restoring that image. But otherwise, I was going to go with some super high-end PFSense router. But I, I liked the Unify experience so much that I wanted it to be end-to-end. -end. I may also have my PFSense box on site. I don't know. But I figure I'll upgrade from the USG Pro to whatever is either next or... Yeah, I guess I'll just have to wait for whatever's next because they're... They have a 10 gigabit router, but it's super expensive. It's got a little built-in screen, which is a touch screen, which is kind of pointless. It just displays like bandwidth usage. There's one more thing that's going to shit out. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably going to need its own firmware updates for that. Little, oh, just the screen alone? Probably. Little UI that it runs, yeah. Like printer firmware updates. Oh man. Those little screens they have on them. It's completely independent of like the the configuration. Like you you know what's really annoying? Sorry, this is like going off on a tangent. Have you ever worked with like a Canon um uh floor copier, like one of those big ass ones? Nope. Apparently there's the only way to get into the SMT, I think I talked about this. I ran about it on one of our prior shows. Like the only way to get into like SMTP settings and stuff like that is by accessing like a secret menu, and you can only do it in front of the fucking copier. You can't do it remotely. You cannot configure the SMTP settings through the through the the web UI. What? Yeah, it's retarded. The image runners—that's what they're called. Canon image runners. Yeah, that's shitty. Yeah. So that Unif kind of shit. Uh, the the controller gonna be hosted remotely, and then I also think I'm gonna get some of their uh, video cameras. And I wonder if I can take third party cameras and route them into this. But there's a Unify video server. I'll I want to run small instance at EC2. To do the same thing, it's gonna all my cameras would stream over the internet to the server, and then I'd view everything and manage it all remotely because my upload's 250 megabits, it's gonna be more than enough bandwidth. You can't even buy the G3s on Amazon right now, there's no prime shipping on any of them. You can get the dome ones, but you can't get the uh, the little pan and tilt one. Yeah, would you get the pro or just the regular one? I don't know what any of the differences are. What's the, I don't know either. I didn't even know there was a pro at the time. They have this one, G3 Micro. This is a new one that I haven't seen. It's 
kind of weird looking. It looks like a shower head. Channel oh, Nate linked to Amazon.com. <laughs> Got a little perv action going. I guess maybe it doesn't do the um, infrared. Holy shit, that is a shower head. It's got little holes and everything. Yeah. I wonder if anyone will notice. It's probably indoor only. And yeah, it's got to be indoor only because of those little holes. Uh, yeah, it says designed for use indoors. It's got a magnetic base. Perfect for a shower. Yeah. Oh, man. It'll be uh, showercam.420yolo.co. <laughs> uh, that domain will not resolve. Don't go there. I could put a funny image behind it, though. That would be kind of good. Um, okay, I've got random questions for you. All right. Let's see. What are some things that constantly replay through your head? Uh, like good things or bad things or everything? Any, anything. Whatever you want to talk about. Uh, some bad things that happened earlier this year. Um, I think about going to like an island destination a lot i think of that hawaii trip that you and i yeah were for alan's fun. wedding um i want to go back i want to go back to maui i want to do oahu too um i think of what kind of car i need to get after my current one shits the bed because it just hit over a hundred thousand miles um think of uh what my day is going to be like the next day at work. Um, like I know tomorrow is going to be shitty. Um, I was relationships. Thinking- uh, uh, I try to tune out actually. Okay. If, if I'm really going to be honest, I think about, my environment a lot i think about where i live and how much i fucking hate it and how much i despise people not in general but a certain demographic of people that fucking hang out all day and get drunk and do drugs and cause problems for other people and homeless people (laughs) (laughs) Um, I saw this guy today fucking just throwing trash all over the ground he was like pissed off about something I knew he was homeless because his clothes looked like shit and he didn't have a car and he was just throwing shit out on the ground like he was drinking a, uh, a bottle of something I don't know what it was throws it on the ground and he kicks it and he had like a paper bag crumples it up throws it on the ground he's fucking talking to himself it just that kind of shit and then when i get behind the wheel of a car actually the only time i hate people in general is when i'm behind the wheel of a car when i'm driving because people are fucking idiots they're so caught up in their own 
and it's everyone it's i mean i'm sure i do it sometimes too but i i i doubt other people are, are observing you're it as much as i am stick. you're yeah, paying so attention be, a lot more to, but even when my company car though it when i'm just driving from point a to point b to get to a client's or go to the store or whatever i get really irritated like with people just because i see what they're doing they're not paying like driving is secondary to what they're doing they're fucking around with their phone they're doing their makeup they're looking for something on the back seat you know changing the radio station holding up traffic because they don't see a fucking light change and then i'm late for work because the idiot went like 10 seconds after the light change and then by the time i get to the light it's it's yellow and then i have to slow down um the perpetual fucking construction work that's going on around my house like it's started in like march of this year and they dug the trench and they set up the fucking cones and i don't even know what they're doing they're like redoing the fucking divider like the planter box just wasting funds meanwhile there's fucking vagrants everywhere shitting in bushes littering <laughs> at least it's not like, on your wall anymore it, oh yeah oh my god thank god we're getting out of that building but we're still going to be in tustin so it's not I just I need a I need a scenery change. I'm really tired of just the people around here. I didn't I wasn't like this when I lived in your area because people weren't so detestable down there like they are here. That's a good word. It, it they just it's it's the homeless are the worst aspect of it, but just people up here they don't give a shit about anything. They just fucking they don't they don't they're so caught up in their own shit that they don't care about what happens to anyone else around them. And it's, it's so blatantly obvious everywhere you go. Um, I guess that kind of, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's kind of the, the got main dark. thing. Got dark fast. That's the negative aspect of it. That's really what stresses me out living here on a day to day basis is like, I just, I can't, I've gotten to the point where I, I just can't deal with it anymore. It's it's too much to like I can never imagine living in like San Francisco. Paying that that those exorbitant rent prices and then seeing what I'm basically seeing here magnified by a thousand every day. That would drive me nuts. I don't know how people do that. I live up there. Even if they do, even if they are leftist morons that think it's a paradise, I don't, I don't know how they deal with that. They wake up, they change their clothes in their tiny little cramped space, they step outside, and then they close the door to their van. <laughs> and then they go to work. Yeah. Because they they're probably, probably pop, sleeping in their car. They probably pop a few SSRIs too before they even get to that point. I was hoping for something funny, like, when I go to sleep, my brain immediately goes to, like, bad places. My brain's like, remember that time? And then I think about, like, ripping ass in front of a, a huge audience of people. <laughs> and then I just stay awake. Eyes I don't, wide open, middle of the night. 
I don't think of that. Like if there is anything that keeps me up at night, it's like sometimes I'll get anxiety about what I got to do the next day. You know, um, if I have to be at a certain place at a certain time and then I start thinking about traffic and then the thoughts of like what I was just talking about come to mind, dealing with people. Um, it's yeah, I don't know. It's, and that's, that's the other thing too. It's like, once you hit 30, you feel like you should start having things figured out in life. And I feel like I'm kind of, there's just what I've experienced in the last five years is kind of like turned everything upside down of what I've thought, like what my expectations in life were. Um, you know, whether it's family related stuff, relationship related stuff, um, work, you know, um, you start in that regard, like what you were saying, where you think about where you fucked up in the past, like that constantly, it comes to mind I dwell on more it. now than it did. Then it comes to mind more now than it would have a year or two ago. Cause it's like, shit, I'm 30 now. Like now, like this is when you start, you know, want to find someone that you want to marry. Maybe you have kids with, you want to be able to afford a house. You want a career that you're, you feel like you're going to be secure in. I don't really have any of those things right now. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard to, to have a positive outlook going forward, but things change, you know, uh, I didn't think five years ago that I would be living in a house built in the sixties with my, one of my family members, you know, let alone a year or let alone five years. I mean, I, I, I thought I'd only be living here for six months to a year and here I am going on almost six years later. So there was a, I think there was some complacency that I had that I don't have anymore. Now it's just like an urge to change things. And so there is some kind of, there is some regret looking back, like on things that I could have done, misallocated time. Um, Those were learning experiences. You can make yeah. that a very positive thing to look at. I guess so. I fucked around and uh, started and failed a whole bunch of different things and found uh, that um, the problem's me. Yeah. I so have I need someone to work with. I have a motivation problem. Definitely. Um, I have a under like selling and business problem. I can make yeah, things, make them not work. everyone's wired to be a salesman though. No. That's why guys like Steve jobs are so, are so famous and, culturally relevant because he was probably the world's best salesman probably the best salesman of all time because he didn't create anything he sold things steve wozniak created apple he's the one that, that built everything steve jobs just had machinations and visions while he was doing lsd and he had like a, a, a philosophy of how what a product should be 
but he didn't actually create it. He 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 kind of came up with the idea of how what it should be. He's like kind of like what Johnny Ive is to Apple now. Tim Cook doesn't do anything. Tim Cook is a salesman. But what what Steve Jobs wasn't even a designer though. So I don't know what no. I don't know he what he took you a call bunch him. of design classes and stuff. He knew like what the fuck are you doing with these fonts? They need to look like this. Yeah. Figure out how to do it. And then somebody goes around and they start messing with subpixel or like, what do they call it? Subsampling. Anyway, they figured out how to make smooth fonts. And then there was some licensing deal with Adobe and who knows what else happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, my thing is, uh, kind of just following through on stuff and I lose motivation. Like even if I'm, if, even if it's something that I'm really interested in, I will work at it a little bit and then some other distraction will come up and then I'll lose motivation because I will get some temporary, uh, joy out of that distraction. And then it detracts from, the thing that I really want to do, but I never have the, the, um, the, I just, I don't follow through on it. And so looking back on that kind of stuff is, kind of, you know, along the lines of what you were talking about, where you think about it before you go to bed every night. Well, maybe it's a thing you don't want to do. I've tried to learn how to do some kind of programming. But not everyone can do what they want to do though. What I really want to do is I want to, I want to drive race cars for a living. That's not going to happen. So you have to temper your expectations and you have to, to, you know, I, I bet you most people in the world, if you ask them if they enjoy their jobs, they would probably say, yeah, but there's nobody who would just say, absolutely. You know, there's, there's give and take with everything. Yeah. The thing I tell myself, the thing, the thing I tell myself is I live in America. I'm already in the top 1% of the entire world. If I have a job and I live in the United States, I'm already in the top 1% of the world. Cause if you're making any more than 25,000 or 30,000 a year, you're, making more than the majority of people that have ever lived. A skilled programmer in art in Buenos Aires makes $9,000 a year. Yeah. But you know, what's great about that. Programmers don't know how to price their stuff. So they charge per hour. And what is that? Like $9 an hour. That's shit. It's very little. No, it'd be less than that. 9,000 a year. I don't need McDonald's employee makes twice that. I don't need to learn how to program. Right. I don't need to know how to do all kinds of things. I don't need to know how to do it. I just need to know who to hire. Programming is soulless work. I, the only, the only thing I would I ever work with want, a whole bunch of them and some may listen. So. Okay. Well not, I'm not trying to offend, but let me rephrase that programming for someone else is soulless work. At least to me, if you're creating something for yourself, like I wanted to learn programming to create an app. Like I wanted to take an idea and make that translate into material, make it something real. 
Whereas a lot of these people, like I think of Office Space. That's what that movie was about. It was about programmers. Sit in an office all day, hate your fucking life, you're trying to meet quotas, and you're you're just a slave to the clock and to your keyboard. And that's all you do all day long. The no interaction with the outside world other than what you're doing, you know, unless your boss is coming up to harass you about something. By the way, I watched that uh, uh, Black Mirror, the, the Star Trek one. Yeah. That was, that was a mind fuck. That one was really good. I didn't understand the ending, though. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, we, should, we should talk to, about it after. Like they, they're, they're AI, basically, at the end, right? Was this a spoiler? Just well, fast forward 60 seconds. It's, uh, they're, they're cloned into that game. Yes. And he took that game and made a fork of it based on his love for that Star Trek ripoff show where he's the captain and he's like a total fucking despot and he treats everyone like shit because he hates them in real life. And so that's how he takes his abuse out on them in that that fake reality. It's clearly the, because his dick doesn't work. What I kind guess. Of, if you could clone people perfectly, you're not going to not put genitals on them. Yeah, that he was removed weird. Them. Yeah, that was really weird. I think that was like made for TV. They did that, but that didn't. That does not compute. You but, can't have a male and have a perfect cloning machine and then voluntarily remove the genitals but it's cloning i think he, it had to be restricted to that game that game is called infinity like the code didn't allow it was like a mod or something for them to have genitals that's and i think that's the was. reason why but he he the thing i didn't understand is they escape into the black hole at the end but they don't die that was the whole thing it's like oh like we, they don't want to exist anymore because they're trapped in that reality and it sucks but then they go through the black hole they're still in that reality, but they're not, but they're clones. So I now are they AI? They hit the internet. They're sentient though. Like they're, they can create their own, they gotta be AI at that point because they're making their own decisions. It, it went into the cloud. It was bizarre. I'm using the hand end. waving motions. The cloud. Yeah. The end was really, you have to think the about end it. it was a happy ending though. One of the few ones with a happy ending. I forgot gets, about it. He gets trapped in, the AI forever and he's like a drooling mess and I guess he just dies in that thing like in that spaceship that he's stuck in his body dies that guy is creepy yeah I found him on a couple other shows and I was like oh he's yeah he's in Breaking him. Bad oh yeah he, yeah I don't you gotta watch that it's so great that was yeah. the perfection of television the pinnacle I mean um. So yeah, we're done talking spoilers about that. I think we're done. <sighs> All right. Um, I'm just gonna dwell on my fart dreams. <laughs> I fart dreams. <laughs> All night. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? One one more thing. Yeah. Uh, this kind of a rant, an observation. Um. So I stopped smoking weed oh, almost two weeks ago now, and I've had some really, really, really weird dreams, stuff that I thought was like it was real when I woke up, like I was still in that reality. Wow. Um, this was the craziest one that I had. We're I, getting the inside scoop, the inside of I your had, brain. I had to take a shit in the dream and it was so bad. I, but I was, I was still able to hold it in 
every time I got to the toilet in the bathroom, something would happen that was preventing me from shitting. And so like I would just about when I'm about to sit down on the, on the, on the toilet, like the floor, there would be like an inch of water on the floor randomly. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I get up, I start looking around like, where's the leak? And then I find the leak. Like I, I like, it's like an overflowing sink. I turn that off and then I go back yeah. down to sit down and then the walls, like the, the, the stall, the wall doors fall off on all sides and then i'm exposed were you at goat hill tavern this probably actually happened to you no no and then and then people start walking in and i'm like then i'm shitting in plain sight in front of everyone i'm like i can't do this and then i go into a, you're describing so goat leave. hill tavern i go it, so what happened was i woke up and then i was still t- in my mind i needed to shit like oh my god i need to shit so i go and run to the bathroom i sit on the toilet i can't shit like <laughs> It was like foreshadowing. It was like in my dream, it was like I needed to take a crap, but I couldn't. And then in reality, when I woke up and then I went to the bathroom thinking I still needed to take a crap, I couldn't. And you never actually felt like you needed to? I, in my mind, it was like my mind was telling me I had to take a crap, but I didn't feel the sensation in my gut like I needed to. And so I sat on the toilet for fucking 20 minutes at like six in the morning here i sit all brokenhearted tried to <laughs> shit but only farted yeah <laughs> and then later that day i had diarrhea oh wonderful maybe you felt it brewing i, I don't know but that was really it's the dreams thunder. like that where it feels like they're connected to reality yeah that was your body telling you you needed to shit that was it i guess but at go to hill tavern <laughs> which is the, such a shitty dive bar uh, I would never take a crap in there was the hole in the drywall that formed their second door made of plywood still there when you went I don't remember every time I'm there I'm <laughs> wasted don't remember. And I, I, I'm wasted and I, I'm like I need to piss so bad I just go in there and I hold my breath because it smells it <laughs> smells like urine because everyone pisses on the floor <laughs> and the sink and oh, the man. sink has no soap like the you can't wash like you can't even wash your hands because there's no soap. It's just it's forever out of soap. <laughs> How do they pass any health inspection? That place is so disgusting. <laughs> Somebody actually fell through the wall at some point. They don't they serve just, food. They just threw up uh plywood to make a second door to the bathroom. So now if you're taking a dump, people can come from the plywood door, which is just a hole in the drywall. Or the bathroom door. Mm-hmm. And there's no locks on either one. That place is insanity. There's worse places, believe it or not, but it's bad. But do they have an indoor smoking area that is considered outdoors because there's a crack in the ceiling? That's why that place is great, because there's a loophole. <laughs> they have a half of half of the, the, the places has a roof on it, and another half like has like little... It's little a slit sh- between two buildings. Little like stamped metal shanties that yeah, it's hang to stop out the over. rain from coming in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that place. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a great place. They have like every beer you can think of on tap there. Yep, and I'm pretty sure they lie about some of them. They just have the uh, the spigot there. <laughs> I think they'll just beer. mix it. So yeah, yeah, they'll it's give you swill. like Heineken when it's when it says Bitburger. 
Because I've tried uh, to order Bitburger there. It wasn't Bitburger. They might. Maybe their their kegs, their, uh, what do they call it? It's possible, but it's I think shit. it's not Bitburger. It tasted weird. It was some other beer. It's really old. That place has been around since the 60s, I think. Yeah, I think that's the only reason why they can get away with it. Because anybody who would have been in some decision-making power there has been to that bar at some point in their childhood. Right. Well, not really childhood, but... This is local crap again. Getting off on yeah. a tangent. Bring your wallet. Yeah. Go ahead. Dot com. <laughs> Bring your wallet dot com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Uh, sorry, the fan, the air came on at the end, so there's going to be some background noise. Bring your wallet, uh, no, frothymix.info slash donate to support the show, share the show, and click uh, the RSS button, subscribe using the RSS feeds in an app that is not the Apple Podcast app, and click the contact button and send us some feedback. See you next week. Sayonara.